Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Riley, here first of all with just one of my be- many beautiful co-hosts, uh, perhaps the beautiful one, of, beautifulest one of them all, the one with the beard, Biodin's beard. What's going on, everybody? Back at it again with another beautiful episode of Pokemon Variety Hour. It's your boy, Odin. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello, and Odin is not the only one joining me today. We got a guest today. You might know him if you listen to my uh, extended podcast career. He is my longtime friend, co-host of Largest Issue in the Galaxy, Mr. Andrew. Hi. There he is, folks. Andrew's here for the, for shockingly the first time, I'm pretty sure. This is very much indeed the first time. Wow. 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 And we are happy to have you here on this here on this Pokemon Variety Hour this week. That's right, this week. We did one last week and now we're doing one this week. Look at this. Just like old times. Wow. It's crazy. That's amazing. But, uh, it is amazing. But without any further ado, it's time to get into the show proceedings. So, hey, Odin. What's up? What have you been doing in Pokemon? Not a fucking thing. I figured. No <laughs> Pixelmon? No, I've been hard at work on my server that I pay for for Minecraft. I see, I see. So, <laughs> no Pokemon for Odin this week. Literally none, and unfortunately, I'm kind of saving my Pokemon for uh, something awesome that's coming out. For, so for BDSP, yes. Oh, I was gonna assume Pokemon Legends. Well, that I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's right. not as important. Uh, I'm more, I'm more excited for BDSP too, just based on the on the trailers. Got me more hyped. And I wish whatever the fuck that noise was would stop. Anyway. What's that sound like? Sounds like a car engine. And Andrew. Yes. What have you been doing in Pokemon? I started playing Pokemon Platinum again. Because I wanted to play through Platinum again. How's that going? It's going great besides the... Besides the minor hiccups of trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with my team. Because I didn't go into it having an idea. Eh, you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's been a while. I'm a, I might be lost in the game because I, I took a two-week break, but that's not important. I will find my way eventually. And Platinum has a pretty uh, diverse Pokedex, so I think yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah, I'd know a lot about platinum, as uh, considering my favorites used to be only from Gen Four, and now most of them are from Gen One. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I found out about the Bidoof bot on Twitter. That was that was a fun. Oh, the Bidoof bot! <laughs> I love that guy. I'm pretty sure the guy that created the account got banned on Twitter, though. Now the Bidoof bot is all that remains. He has become the Bidoof bot. He's uploaded he became... his consciousness into Twitter. 
<laughs> but yeah, proof, proof bot, best bot on Twitter. At least that that's what I say. Anything else, Andrew? <sighs> nope. Other than that, I've been doing fuck all with Pokemon. Weren't you playing Pokemon Ruby like five minutes ago? Five seconds ago, and yes, yes, I was, but I forgot about that. <laughs> How's that playthrough? Um, I keep killing things because I'm doing an actual Nuzlocke of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's not very uh, not very cash money, but that's Gen fine. three is hard to Nuzlocke, guy. Oh shit, Gen three is not that hard. What are you all shitting about, Odin? I forgot to mute my phone. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsies. All right. Um. Well, I have not done absolutely anything in Pokemon. Wow. I, fucking, I haven't even. I didn't even do my draft match this week. Because I wow. fucking. Because I fucking. No, it's like I don't know what came over me last week. I was very tired. I sat down in my chair around 6 o'clock. My draft match was at 9, mind you. I sat down in my chair around 6 o'clock just to, you know, sit down and watch a YouTube video or something. And then mm -hmm. that's the last thing I remember until I'm woken up by a, kid, a noise in the kitchen at 9.30. <laughs> and my opponent was not able to reschedule, and I'm, I'm taking the L. I get the L, which I deserve the L, but... It was given to me prematurely, so that annoyed me. I was trying to reschedule the match, and then the draft admin was like, no, fuck you. Fuck you, loss. Not, not, not really, though. I'm not, I'm not going to shit, shit talk fucking the Blastbird Radio draft team. I know they're mm -hmm. just like trying to be nice to people in their schedules, but, you know, I think, I think you kind of let them, let them deal with it themselves. It was just like, I was just like, I was an hour late. I was like, hey, you want to get this match done now? I know you're not available tomorrow, but he had, he had been online. And so I was like, you just want to get this done now? And then the dra and then fucking draft admin man's like, no, you missed your match. Fuck you. Hmm. Unfortunate for me. I'd probably deserve it, but you know. It'd be uh, what other it be. than it be what it be. That's true. We should have a... I think we should have a Pokemon Variety Hour Draft League. I think that would be a good thing to drive interest in the show. I don't know how to run the Draft League, though. That might be a problem. Oh, hmm. I wonder <laughs> if they asked me to fly an airplane, and I'm like, yeah, sure. But I don't know how to fly an airplane. That might be a problem. I mean, listen, that I'll, might be I, I a can, problem. <laughs> listen, I can, I can figure it out if needed. Listeners out there, uh, you can send an email to pvhpodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in a uh, competitive draft league. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I'd say that's about it. I've, I've kind of been jonesing to start a Nuzlocke again, but I'm, I'm like, I'm waiting for the right time. I don't want to start one and then not go too far. So I'm waiting for the right time, for the right game, for the right inspiration. You know what I'm saying, dog? It just sounds like you're waiting for the Gen 4 remakes. I might Nuzlocke those, but I don't think I'm going to wait quite that long. Um, when did those I consider, come out? 
I considered Nuzlocking Renegade Platinum, but then I got realistic and I was like, yeah, I'm not. It's a Drayano hack. I'm not gonna fucking Nuzlocke this shit. How hard could a Drayano hack be? Drayano hacks are pretty fucking hard. Normal <laughs> Pokemon games are pretty fucking hard. So Drayano hacks How makes. How hard could it be? <laughs> in a Nuzlocke setting, especially with like Blast Burn Radio rules, which I usually play with, where it's like no items in battle. Fucking normal platinum's hard. Never mind fucking renegade platinum. Yeah, I, you know, I, I took a second to think about it, and I'm like, actually, regular platinum is relatively hard. Renegade, the Dryano version. Oh, boy. But yeah, I'll start in Ezlock eventually. I actually, I might do it still, so, like, maybe look out for it, but I don't know. I actually prepped my layout this morning to start recording an Emerald Nuzlocke for my channel. But then right as I finished prepping the layout, I was like, eh, not today. Not today. But you know, maybe someday. I need to I need to take another crack at Emerald. It just hurts really bad because Emerald was my last big Nuzlocke and I made it all the way to the Elite Four. So it kinda hurts to start from square one. How long ago was that? Not too long ago, probably only a couple months ago. I did, I did a big Emerald Nuzlocke, made it all the way to the Elite Four, and then I got fucking kicked, got my ass kicked by uh, Glacia. Fucking Glacia. Because I let, my my big mistake was, I think I, I don't remember what Pokemon I let die at what time, but like, I know, like, it fucked me over. Like, even if I had made it past Glacia, which was like, I could have maybe, even if I did make it past Glacia... I would have I would have lost at uh, Drake because I lost uh, my Waylord in in the Phoebe battle and my Waylord was the one carrying Ice Beam, so oh, that I wouldn't have had a good time with the dragons. Is that Grayson? Oh, can you hear him screaming like a crybaby bitch? <laughs> yes. Maybe mm. it's a cameo, folks. A cameo of the demon child that's that I happen to live with. There's only one there's only one young young correspondent we can have on this show, and that's our that's our good old five year old correspondent on Pokemon of the episode. That can be only one. The yeah. one I forget to thank every episode. <laughs> but um, not even, anyway. Not even real. What, the five year old correspondent? He's Yeah. He's real. Alex. Oh shit. Did you <laughs> did you forget that Jinji has a kid? Right, that's um, Jinji's No, kid. I just didn't realize that Alex was the five-year-old correspondent in this in this scenario. Yeah, bro. There's like a little sound clip that plays in every episode of Alex saying who's that Pokemon. I think now would be the opportune moment to uh preface that I don't watch and listen. <laughs> yeah, this of fan course pays negative pay attention. Would listen to my show. I don't would listen even, to my show. I'm just a I fucking loser anyway. I'm pretty bad at this. Anyway, bro, let's let's move it on because none of us have played a lot of Pokemon except kind of Andrew. Um, yeah, well, I was in Florida. I played a good amount of Pokemon, so I had nothing else. You were to in do. Florida, and you didn't come to see me. It's, I was in Miami. Yeah, I'm Miami's Miami, pretty far. Baby. Welcome to Miami. Go on. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're continuing a series.
series today. We've done two of these. They were both in the 50s, so a long time ago. But we're finally back. Uh, we're doing another game review. We're reviewing a main series title here. And this time we're going back to where it started all, where all of this started in Pokemon. Red, blue, and yellow, folks, or red and green and blue and yellow in Japan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys are excited to get going here. I am excited because I'm this is the only reason that I am here. Yeah, this the, the the me and Andrew were inspired to make this episode happen because we got into an argument about Gen 1. Uh we we have a difference of opinion on how we feel here about Gen 1. So I just want to give a little bit of background information, and I'm definitely not stalling while I pull up the wiki page. Um, so, what wiki page do you need of Generation One? I'm pretty so sure Pokemon. I'm I'm looking for release dates and shit like that. You know. Oh, uh, release dates. When so, yeah, you looking blue, for that? Red and Blue was released in America on September 28th, 1998. Um, they've been around for a long time, obviously. They were released on the Virtual Console on February 27, 2016, uh, so that all the 3DS kids could enjoy Pokemon Red and Blue for the first time. Um, we're also going to talk about Yellow today, which was released at some point later. I'll get you the real date. Hold on. No, I'm not looking for Pokemon Yellow. What Pokemon about Green? Yellow. Are we going to talk about Green? Green is a Japanese game. Red and green came out in Japan. They're, this, still, they're the same as red and blue here. Yeah. Uh, but po the... Pokemon Yellow... Pokemon Yellow was released on fucking... Uh, October 18th, 1999 in North America. Yeah, but see, the rifle that we know as blue is known as green in Japan. That is true, and that makes me sad because I read... I read the English version of the manga, so now I can't see him as anything other than blue, and I can't see the girl as anything other than green. Even though she's Leaf in canon, I guess. She's Leaf in uh, in uh, Kanto. She's Leaf. She's Leaf in the games, yes, but in the yeah, manga, where she the was manga, there from the she's start, not. She's named. She's, she's, she's green whatever. in America, and she's blue in Japan. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm always blue. <laughs> And yeah, uh, red and green. The, yeah, red and green. The super <laughs> originals were released in Japan on February twenty seventh, nineteen ninety six, and they're they're really rough versions of what became the final version that released in America and also released in Japan as Pokemon Blue. Yeah, Pokemon Blue, which is what we got originally, and Japan got it as their enhanced version. So um, let's yes, get right yes. into it. Um, I don't remember if we did like categories last time. I'll kind of try to do categories, but I didn't write them down previously. Who needs uh, to write them? Just so, wing it. What do you think you should talk about first, Odin? You're the smart one here. I think we should start off on the story. Okay, that's an interesting place to start. Uh, yeah. I definitely say that uh, story isn't the strong point of red and blue or yellow, um, but I don't think it really needs to be. I think this game operates outside of its story very well. And, it, and you know, it's just a normal hero's journey. You know, you go collect the badges, beat the bad guys, bid ba 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 boom it does its job. 
I feel like that's a very, very. That's a very. Yeah, that is a very. That is a very small explanation. Yeah, you could have described that a lot better. But all right, yeah, sure. So we start off in this small town called Pallet Town, where a ten-year-old boy is given his very first Pokemon. When you choose that mon, depending on the version you play, you either start off as Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander, or you get to start off with Pikachu. Yeah, but in yellow, you you don't really got a choice. No. In yellow, you're just kind of forced to take him because your rivals takes the starter that you were supposed to get. Yeah. But you do, however, though, in, in the yellow version, you do still get to... You get hand me down, uh, <laughs> hand me down Bulbasaur school. You get fucking backwoods ass fucking. <laughs> you get Charmander to adopt abused backwood Pokemon. <laughs> Who the trainers have neglected them. It's like adopting a puppy who's been through like hell and back. Yeah. No, it's funny because I remember in game like there's not really. I don't think the story about the Bulbasaur is anything. Like, they kind of just like, here's a Bulbasaur. Uh, with the Charmander, it's like, this trainer's like, I'm really shit at battling, and this Charmander wants to battle, so I'm going to give him to you. Um, and with the Squirtle, it's just like, hey, I'm a cop. I found this Squirtle. Here you go. I don't want it. <laughs> you take this off my hands, please. It's a fucking menace. It's a menace <laughs> to society, this Squirtle. It is the Black Force energy. That's hilarious. But yeah. Um, in this process of while you are uh when you get your Pokemon, essentially Professor Oak, the the main the main like teachy like dad of the game, essentially. Totally not banging your mom while you fill totally up. Totally not banging your mom on your Pokemon adventure. Um sends you off on a journey to register all the pokemon and catch all the pokemon in your pokedex while in the same process telling you that you also can go and fight these eight gyms to earn badges to hone your skill and then maybe go and fight the the big boy fight in the big boy league called the elite four so during this entire time process of running around this world one of the things that you're doing is just collecting pokemon increasing your pokedex and training up your mons you rather soon and early on in the game, you end up finding out that there is this group of antagonists called Team Rocket. Now, this group of antagonists, well, they're they're, they're led by this big baddie named Giovanni. What a guy he is. He's he's just kind of a piece of work. He is a piece of work. He's an interesting man. He is an interesting man. And uh, Riley, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Giovanni and Team Rocket? Yeah, Riley, since you, you know, you played Gen 1 a lot. So, yeah, Gen 1, it, this is a game. Uh, let me tell you about Team Rocket. Uh, <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit loopy. <laughs> to protect the world from devastation. That's all. Unite all people nation. <laughs> <laughs> the evils of truth and love to extend Something our above. reach to the stars above. Team Rocket blasts off with the speed of light. Yeah, that's right. Surrender now or prepare Damn to it. fight. You were supposed to say surrender now or prepare to fight. I was going to say the <laughs> that's right. God damn it. it. I'm fucking you, up. 
<laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> yep. Look, I tried, okay. And I was gonna chime in and go Wabafet, or you could have chimed in and go Wabafet. Good old Team Rocket, the best. Um, I'll be I'll be Victory Bell and make a strange hissing noise as I <laughs> kill James. <laughs> Don't but, kill um, James. James is tell us a little bit about uh, tell us a little bit about what Team Rocket's about. What do they What do they want to do? What are their What are their goals in society? So Team Rocket is the most simple evil team in all of Pokemon. They're not eco terrorists. They're not trying to fucking kill everyone. They're gangsters. They want money, they want power, they want to be criminals, and they you gotta person. stop them. You gotta stop them from being criminals. Stop the gangsters, they're trying to steal Pokemon, they're trying to steal fossils, they're trying to th make money off of an illegal gambling racket that you continue to allow them to operate after you break them out of there. Because it offers you great shit. It does. <laughs> That's true. Yay, gambling addiction. Woo, crippling. Gambling in Pokemon is the most painful thing of all time. And I never even I never even thought about it because it's like the game corner Pokemon weren't compelling to me enough. But now that I've done like competitive Nuzlocks and shit, and there's like good TMs locked behind the game corner. Uh it's painful. It's truly painful. Pain. Don't gamble, kids. It's not worth it. Don't die gamble. in your nuzlocke. Die in your nuzlocke. It's worth it compared to sitting in the game corner for hours at a time. Yeah, I don't know. game corner is pretty worth it to me. That's fair. It's not that bad, actually. I'm just traumatized. It's not that bad unless you're in Japan. Then they consider it as the devil. They don't. I don't think they. I think gambling is the devil in Japan. I think it's quite the opposite. I think they gamble there more than they gam gamble here. Well, it was enough to make Pokemon Red for them to cancel the original game corner for a while and get rid of the what slot the machine. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you not? They, they changed did that the age, around so. the world after Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah, but Pokemon Red and Blue got changed from the old age of 10 years old to play in E for Everyone to 13 and up. They Not definitely did that. They definitely did that somewhere. It was Europe. Eh, Europe's the same thing. Europe, Japan. Europe, Japan, enough. same place, pretty much, really? Pretty I mean, much. Same ground. There's an archipelago. Same planet. One sound, one city that's really big. Um, but yeah, you fight. Yeah, enough of that. It's not the same. Um, you fight the Pokemon gangsters. You stop them from being bad. Along the way, you're also traveling. Um, you also got your dick-ass rival traveling with you. Do you not consider... with you, but like around you. Do you consider dick-ass the rival to be a part of D Team Rocket, or do you think that that's just a theory no. that's taken too Who far? Thought? Is that a theory? Yeah, that is a fan theory. Nah. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he it's, be, Riley? It's never said in the games, it's never said in the anime, it's straight okay. up denied in, it's denied in Pokemon Origins, and Pokemon Origins Blue Origins. hates fucking Team Rocket. 
But then why does he take over the gym that Giovanni used to Oh, hey, Odin's Minecraft picture finally loaded. (laughs) Why does Blue take over the gym that Giovanni ran? Why is Blue directly outside of Giovanni's office? To get Blue's working for Giovanni. Because he is. Point proven. That's because you're stupid. You he took over Giovanni's sport. gym because Giovanni disappeared and they needed an eighth gym leader and he was recently the champion. So they were like, oh, congratulations, buddy. Eighth gym leader. Yes, totally not because of Team Rocket still, you know. Of course it's not. Why not? Blue and Red are friends in canon. They show up in later games. They're hanging out. But that's later games. That's not when they're ten years old and one's named Dickass. There's plenty of canon material. There's plenty of canon material that depicts Blue where he does not join Team Rocket, and I don't think there's a single canon material that does depict Blue joining Team Rocket. Well, fuck the canon. He doesn't do it in the manga. He doesn't do it in Origins. He doesn't do it in anything. The canon is no longer canon. But anyway, enough about that. Point is, uh, your rival. He stomps on you every step of the way. Every time you walk into a gym, you read the sign. You see that he's already been there. Um, it's got to be faster. And yeah, once you collect all eight gym badges, defeat Team Rocket, and uh, big big twist, everybody. Giovanni's the eighth gym leader. Oh, um, you defeat all them. You fight the Elite Four, and you become the champion. Uh, but the climax of the story is that being the Elite Four doesn't make you the champion because somebody already beat the Elite Four, and now you have to beat them. Guess who that was? Dickass. Dickass. There he is. You got to fight him, and he's your final opponent, and that's how you win the game. And you also, know, if you, you didn't catch already fight too. many times. Right, how many times do you fight blue and red, blue, green, and yellow? It's funny, it's it's a really hard balance of the story because they try to like throw put on this facade that blue is superior to you, but you kick his ass all the time. Literally every time you even kill his radicate. I don't think that theory's true. That's you do that theory you kill is his radicate. That's why he's in Lavender Town mourning for his uh Pokemon. Yes, not because it's of not the not because Executor is a better Pokemon than Eradicate. Eradicate is useless after the third gym. Nope, you kill it. It's always, it's always a shame. Eradicate. It's always yes. a shame. Eradicate, in Nuzlocke's, you know, Eradicate performs very well for, like, the first half. And then the second half, especially once you get Snorlax, it kind of comes time for him to go. And it's always sad. It's always sad to bench the rat. He's always a brave soldier. What is that? One of those weak Gen 1 Pokemon that you have an attachment to? Like how Michael had that attachment to a Metapod that became a Butterfree? Oh, Meta. Oh, Meta. How you made me <laughs> fall in love with Beedrill. Man, I miss Michael. Those are the good times. Things were good simpler times. back then. Yeah, things were simpler back then. I used to go to bed at like 9pm on those days. What? You mean you didn't stay up late at night playing on your Game Boy? No. Sneaking it? Andrew probably hasn't even owned a Game Boy in real life. I used to to play uh, Pokemon at night when I was a little kid. I used to uh, hide it and sneak playing it while I was was supposed to be going to bed. And I'd play by moonlight. That's how I'd see the screen. 
I was gonna say, how the do moon. you see the screen? A fucking backlight on that thing didn't the moon. exist until like I would open my blinds up and let the moon the moon's light shine in because my my window happened to uh happened to mm-hmm. be right where the moon was. Hmm. You know what? That's that's a good that's 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 a smart move that you made while you were a child. Uh huh. That was like oh jeez. Oh man, years ago, man. Year. Yeah, you're like 37, are you not? I'm like 30. I turned 30 this year. I oh, never wow, had I like my mother was never like unless I was like grounded. She was never the type of parent that would like take my shit like regularly. So it was like I didn't really I guess I kind of had to sneak my DS in bed cuz like I would have gotten in trouble if I got caught, but like I never had to like get it. Like I had it. <laughs> I just had to kind of get out of my blanket and be coy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. But we've we've gone over the red and blue story. It's simple. I think it's I think it does its job. I'm I'm a fan of it in that it's it, simple it and it caters to, to my small. Did we brain. talk about how one of the cool things that you get to do once you finally beat the Elite Four is that the guy standing in front of the Cerulean Cave thinks that you are now strong enough to go and capture Mewtwo? Oh yeah, there's a mysterious cave and you need to go catch your Mewtwo. Mewtwo is a cool thing. Which I've never done. Really? I've never... Nope. Let's suppose I've never actually done it either. Because most of my Gen 1 playthroughs have been Nuzlocke's that end to the champion. And when I played... I played Fire Red and Leaf Green all the way through normally, but in Fire Red and Leaf Green, they also added an arbitrary Pokedex requirement to getting into Cerulean Cave. So I didn't... And there's a few other things in Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, like all the other um, islands for the one place. Well, we'll save that for a potential another episode. But um, I've given my you know quick and dirty opinions on the story mode. Odin, what do you think of Red and Blue's story? Do you think you like it? Do you think it's dumb and bad? Or what do you think? I said Odin. 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 So Andrew, what do you think of that everybody? Story? Um it's simple. It caters to my brain. I still needed to walk through to get through it because I'm not very fast when it comes to thinking. But that's what Trigger Conway is for. I mean, a lot of that game you don't think. It's like it's just stupid and you need to walk through like the Safari Zone. With the limited steps and you have to go and get the fucking teeth and shit like i think it's perfectly reasonable to use a walkthrough for that same for um sabrina's gym sabrina's gym is random tiles just go in a um what is it go in a um going clockwise around the tiles and you'll get to sabrina yeah but i don't expect anybody to remember that stupid uh hey odin are you back I think a lot of people remember that. That's how I got through Sabrina. When I first learned about that, I'm so happy. Yeah. I guess... Uh, Odin! Yeah! Story! Red and Blue! What do you think? Sorry, I was... I said I'd be back. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Sucks to Sorry. you. <laughs> um, story's alright. Um... It's pretty it, it is pretty simple, very uh cut and dry. Uh you have some main points in there. It does kind of draw you into keep going. 
there's very minimal tasks that you really have to like complete towards the story, um, which isn't bad, but it it didn't really do a whole lot story wise. Mm. I liked yeah, it though. Fair. It was simple. You had little, you had little kind of like, it felt like little side quests the entire game. It's essentially okay. is what it was until you like beat the game and then there's like jack shit for you to do. <laughs> All right. Like there's now... actually an end game. Like there, there's actually like you can beat the game, like genuinely beat red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, like red, blue, and yellow are very reasonable. Like you can hundred percent the Pokedex and it's not like a terrible fucking nightmare like it is now. Exactly. Well, yeah, there were only 150 Pokemon at that time. 151, if you glitched in the Mew. Well, yeah, but at that point, you might as well glitch everything. Some people did that. Some people did get the event Mew. Ah, sure. But, um, I'd say we, we might have little categories you guys want to cover, but I'd say the two big ones that we got to cover now are the Pokemon and the gameplay. So what do you guys think we should tackle first here? Gameplay. Okay, gameplay. Don't care. I mean, that's fine. Anyway. (laughs) So, So, the gameplay of Red, Blue, and Yellow is somewhat similar to what you might expect from your modern Pokemon game, except obviously stripped down in a more simpler form. Um, you got your turn-based combat uh, as as is standard. Um, all your Pokemon got different types. The rock, paper, scissors type situation. Uh, this is obviously way before the, the physical special split. So, like, certain types are certain uh, physical and special. You get all the stats, which actually that's a weird difference here is that special is one stat. Your special attack... And your spe- you just have, like, a special stat. Special, which totally made the psychic type that much better than every other type that existed. That's true, because it also had they also had really good special defense, but you know, they didn't have very good physical defense, which is where Snorlax came in and said, Hey, Alakazam, I got a present for you. Bam. But uh, sure. But yeah. yeah. Wait, what was what was the point again? The so yeah, the gameplay of uh, Red, Blue, and Yellow is very simple. I really enjoy it. I've always really liked the Gen 1 mechanics. We talked. That's actually the first topic we ever talked about on this show, funnily enough. Episode 1 was me and Brad talking about Gen 1 mechanics. Um, but I really enjoy the simpler, weirder battle style. It's a nice change of pace as somebody who sort of played the games backwards, as it were, because I started with <laughs> Diamond and Pearl, and I eventually played Red, Blue, and Yellow. So I think it's a fun change of pace from the modern system. And I've even found myself enjoying playing Gen 1 competitive from time to time. Just because it's a fun little system and I really enjoy it. Um, Andrew, are you ready to tell me about all about how you're wrong? What do you mean all about how I'm wrong? Please tell me about why you don't like the gameplay of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. And thus are wrong. Are you talking about how I don't like that there's no experience bar? You are so... It's so stupid. It's such a stupid thing to be hung up on. (laughs) There's a million valid criticisms you could give, 
And you're like, well, there's no experience bar. <laughs> well, there's no experience bar, so it goes down by at least no experience one bar, notch. And we'll play it. Yeah. Emerald's his favorite game, folk. You take that experience bar away, gone. Never gonna play it gone. again. <laughs> and I will never touch Fire Red and Leaf Green again. <clears throat> if they if they were to take the experience bar away from you, but um. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's raining. Do you have any yeah. other criticisms about Gen 1? Well, of course, I, I have a million of them. Well, we honestly, gotta get into it. Honestly, so, like, the biggest things, biggest issues that Gen 1 had for their games. Um, we're, and we're not, we're not looking at Leaf Green and Fire Red aspect. Just, yeah. the, just, just the base origin. That's for a different yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say probably the biggest situation, the biggest thing that I was not a super huge fan of um, was the, just the physical and special attack split for they, it didn't really exist. Like it did, but it was solely based off of Pokemon's type. Not yeah, like whether or not was a physical move. Cause it was a normal type. Yeah. So like anything that was strong physically, just drop hyper beam on it. And you're like, Oh, get wrecked. Ghost type was a physical was, was a physical. It was a physical, all the three ghost types that were in the game. Yep. It didn't really matter back in gen one. Cause there were no fucking ghost type moves, but it got that. It got annoying later in like gen Shadow three. When Shadow was- ball. Shadow Ball was Gen 1. Lick was the only ghost move that did actual damage, not like Nightshade. Are you sure that Shadow Ball didn't exist in red, blue, and yellow, and green? Yep. That was Gen 2. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Hyper Beam's overpoweredness is also... It's just fun, bro. Listen, I'm just I'm just in it to have some fun, bro. I give him hyper beam, sword, just fucking bajoo, get him, bajoo, boom. But yeah, honestly, my my only real issues, uh, um, my only real issues were just the attack and the physical and special attack split. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Um. Andrew, give us your issues that you have, your various issues. My various issues? Well, I mean, if you're going to ask me to, there's a lot of issues with red, blue, and yellow. The whole fact that they fucked up this, the... They fucked up the entire psychic weaknesses. With psychic type being the literal best type, and it's not even close... You know, just Alakazam, boom, wipe. Because ghosts can't do shit to psychics, even though they're supposed to. I don't know how they fucked that up. Andrew! Riley. It doesn't matter that they don't have an actual fucking weakness. The fact is, the two psychic types in the game get there fucked is way more by strong two. normal types. Do you not do you not know what to count? Because apparently Jinx is apparently not in the game. Mr. Oh, Mime's Jinx and Mr. Mime. Hypno Jinx and Mr. Mime. Oh, oh. Well, Hypno gets no love by you. Hypno does get love. That was one of the two I was talking about. There's three then. Apparently Alexander or Mewtwo doesn't exist to you. I didn't think about Mewtwo, but Mewtwo doesn't count. He's overpowered on purpose. He's well, yeah. Mewtwo. <laughs> He's Mewtwo. <laughs> 
He got a whole movie based off of him. You could make him bug type and he'd still be overpowered because he has ridiculous stats. Yeah, the bug type, which has like four moves that are like 40 base power and Beedrill gets only two of them. And the actual two good strong bug types don't even get any bug moves. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but you know, we live. We move on. I don't even think Diglett gets any ground moves. Yeah, he Charizard. does. He gets Earthquake and Dig. Yeah, you gotta teach it to him via TM, via level up? Nope. <laughs> no, he gets Dig via level up, I think. He doesn't. Or no, no you wanna bet right now? I'm thinking of Sandshrews, the ground type oh, okay. that doesn't learn any moves naturally by a level up. That's his type. Yeah, move sets were kind of shitty back in the day because they didn't really know what they were doing yet. That doesn't mean the game isn't fun. Isn't good. Yeah, because Charizard couldn't learn fucking fly. Yes, he could. No, he couldn't. He could learn it in yellow, but not in red and blue. I feel like I've taught a Charizard fly in red and blue. He does not. He cannot learn it in red and blue. I'm sorry to tell you this. Are you sure you're not thinking of Japanese red and green? I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. Because I'm pretty sure when I played through red the first time, I found that out and I was so disgusted. But yeah, I feel like the little quirks that you're pointing out are just minor little. inconveniences. And it's just, you know, for me, I, I think I talked about this in the gold and silver crystal review as well. Um, but... For me, charm makes a game, and red and blue are the first outing of this of this event of this fucking series, and it's full of nostalgic charm. It's their first game, so it's definitely you can tell it's a little rough around the edges, but it's very charming. It's more than a little rough, well but made. okay. Oh, blah, blah, blah. but overall, you could get a I really like Gen One. Okay. I really like Gen One's gameplay. I play Gen One competitive for fun because I like how it plays. It's a good time. I like the gameplay. Gameplay good. Um, Andrew hates the gameplay. And Odin, you said your only issue is the physical special split. Yep, that's all. That's it. Not the Thanks, monstrous Odin. amount of glitches. Nope, I enjoyed yep, the game too. Like it's in to its entirety. That's something I'm really good at. I mean, it's good, but every other game is better except Sword, no. Sword and Shield. I agree Shorf. with that, but... I can't even say it. Short Shield. Short Shield. Sword and shield. Fuck off. Hold on. Wait. Sword and Shield. There we go. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Besides those two. It's the worst. Because of the amount of things that it lacks. That were added I mean, in other generations. I mean, super high for me, but it's still great. It's like, um... It's probably, like, fifth or sixth place for me. Fifth or sixth place. What do you have below it? Um, Gen three and Gen eight are a hundred percent below it, and oh, yeah. I kind of, I kind of flip it with Gen five every once in a while. It's it's hard for me to make a call between those two. What is it with you and your Gen three hate? It's not good. It's not how it's low what quality. What makes it not good? No, it isn't. Andrew, you know what? We'll revisit this when I can finally get Jinji to sit the fuck down and do a podcast, and we'll do. The Ruby Sapphire Emerald Review. I will eat you alive. Because Gen 3 yeah, okay. is one of the best generations. I'll get, a, I'll get somebody to help me. I'll get Penguin. I'm pretty sure she if doesn't it can, like Gen 3. If it can multiply by 3, it's probably a good Pokemon generation. Gen 6 is pretty good. 
So I agree with you there. Just Doesn't hope that night doesn't fuck it up. Yep, hopefully not. But um, I guess we got to look at the Pokemon now, which I'd say a lot of people agree are the best aspect of this game. The Pokemon that it introduced, the original 151. Oh, so, yes. Some of the iconic Pokemon. Zubat. Yep. That's um, the one. That's it. That's the whole Pokedex. We got it's a Zubat we got a game. Rat. We got a rat known as Rattata. We got, um. We got, uh. Fuck, hold on. I had I had a whole, like, idea listed. A bird is Fuck, pretty hold on. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's two birds. We got a pile birds. of goo. It was Grimer. Oh, the pile of goo is cool. Yeah, the pile of goo is cool. Yeah, spell his name backwards. Uh, the evolution. I mean, I said, I said Grime. I was about to say, I don't think. What about Muck? The best. <laughs> but, uh, Odin, I'd say you're probably uh, probably the most familiar of the Gen 1 Pokedex out of all of us since you're uh, the most learned man of us all. Uh, what do you think of the Gen 1 Pokedex, Gen 1 Pokemon? I think it was honestly based off of everything that has um that the game actually has to offer i feel like the pokedex is just perfect for it i mean it's a really solid number and especially in the beginning of pokemon just first coming out it offers a plentiful amount of creatures to go after and try to collect uh and to utilize in like in battles and especially taking up against your friends um it's it's not a bad it's 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 not a it's not a bad pokedex means more dragons I mean, dragons at that point in time were considered to be mythical creatures, and um, they were supposed to be rare. Uh, as the later generations went went on, it, it just became it became one of the better typings. Yeah, I can appreciate the the nuance behind making only one ghost and dragon uh, evolutionary line, just because they were supposed to be more like mysterious Pokemon. Mythical, but, um, but okay. Well, they can also be mysterious. They can be mythical and also be mysterious. Those two terms aren't mutually exclusive. Don't care. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Gen 1's Pokedex is really solid. It's obviously what began the series, and I think it has plenty of iconic names, and they're, they're the primary reason the Pokemon took off. Pokemon took off because of the Pokemon. Yay, and- Gen 1. Yep, that was Gen 1. Gave us all the Pokemon. Cool gave ones. us all the good ones, like Charizard, Mewtwo, Jigglypuff. Yeah, the everyone ones we'll else. Never... <laughs> the ones in Smash Bros. Oh yeah, Mewtwo is in Smash Bros. I forgot. Well, I really did list all the ones that are in Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're the iconic ones. But, um... I'm trying to think of any anything else. I think there's another cover. iconic Pokemon, but I kind but I can't think of one. If you're about to get me with a fucking some form of these nuts joke, <laughs> I know I dropped my pills. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there one? What you fell for this morning? I fell for one this morning. This afternoon, while I was trying to take a nap, 
I didn't even see it coming. I thought you were genuinely confused on what sh- what it was called. Hey, Odin. What's up? What's the What's the blue one called in Gen Five? You got Throw. He's the red guy. What's the blue one called? Sock. Sock my dick, bro. Gosh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's what's happening. Let's touch here. on the music for a second, because I think the music is a big, strong point of this game. Uh, for a Game Boy game, I think it'd be slapping, bro. Mm. I mean, the music's pretty solid. I mean, it was not bad. I mean, yeah, isn't, I mean that what mo- isn't that most Pokemon games already, though? They got considerably good music. I mean, yeah, that's music. true, but I'm just saying that it has good music. We're reviewing Red, Blue, and Yellow right now, bro. I'm just saying it has good music. It has nothing to do with the rest of the games. Andrew. Riley. Mute yourself when you're fucking gulping. Oh, yeah, shit, right. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, does anybody have any miscellaneous thoughts they want to share about Pokemon Red and Blue or Yellow that we haven't brought up yet? Um, I don't think I have any at the moment. Oh, um, Pokemon Yellow was the first game to do following Pokemon. You got your little following Pikachu around. There's been like really- three games that do that. Yeah, and Yellow was the first. Yellow was the first, and they didn't bring it back until Generation 4. That's true, but I really like how Yellow did it. You got to see the little Pikachu portrait that represented the Pikachu's mood. I liked it. It's pretty good. I do think they did a really good job, though, on the following Pokemon aspect. That's kind of like where it really really kicked off, and I believe it was like a start, like a test. I feel like Nintendo should have already known just in the beginning, anyways, that when you introduce something like that, that it was just going to, uh, it was just going to really kick off. Yeah, definitely. So let's just overall wrap it up real quick. Give our give our final thoughts on the game overall compared to other games and in general. You can give it a number rating if you want to. I'm not because I hate rating things by number because I'm bad at it. I'm bad at being consistent. Um, but yeah, just give some general final thoughts. Let's start with Odin. Well, I give it... I. I... <sighs> Gen 1, I'll give it 4 out of 5 sushis. That's a good four amount of sushis. 4 out of 5 butts. 4 out of 5 butts. Okay, uh, Andrew, final thoughts? Um, yeah, it still can't convince me that there is a worse Pokemon generation unless it is Generation 8 than Generation 1. Generation 3 is so bad, dude. It's so it, bad. It isn't, but Not okay. Good. You like Hoenn also? Yeah, Hoenn's good. Fucking, I love you, man. That's like my favorite. That's my favorite gen. I don't know why Riley doesn't like it. He's a fucking nerd. Something about Pokemon not only giving us a good generation, but also remaking Generation One in a much better sense. Doesn't sit with Riley. Yeah, Riley's just weird. It's all right. It's weird. He has bad takes normally. Sometimes. <laughs> More than sometimes. What's the name of the What's the name of the Gen Three region? It's the Hoenn. Kanto. Hoenn, where? Where's the Ho? Hoenn, where? 
Dude, Andrew, Andrew. What? I, I need to tell you about this. I at work, this is a little side tangent, won't take long. But at work, I pulled off like one of these jokes. It had like a one in one hundred chance of going the way I wanted it to, and it did. It's so <laughs> funny. All I did was ask a female friend of mine, name a gardening tool. She could have said anything. She could have said shovel. She could have said Mm -hmm. fucking anything. But she said ho. She said ho. And I responded, I know you are. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Riley slut chains. Riley is slut chains. I think you're putting too much thought into this fucking D's nuts style word joke. I don't know. You were the one that hit me with the whatever you hit me with earlier. Sock my dick. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see that coming. I'm so <laughs> mad at myself. I have not recovered mentally from that. But I don't know what I should have expected from you. Nothing great. I was lied to. But yeah, to give to my final th- more than one. Yeah, okay. But to give my final thoughts on Pokemon uh, Red, Blue, Yellow, Gen One, I think they're an amazing first outing. I really enjoy them. I have a personal attachment to them, and they're definitely not my least favorite. Like some people, I like them more. They're it's a toss-up between Gen 1 and Gen 5. They're not... Neither of them are, like, as big league as, like, Gen 4 and Gen 6 and Gen 2, like, the big players. But they're they're really good. So and where Gen does Gen 1, 7 sit in all of this? Alola? Uh, Gen? Yeah. The Alola Gen 7 is really good. Yeah. Gen 7 is fourth place for me. It's, um... It's Gen 2 is the best, then Gen 6, then Gen That's 4. That's the generation my favorite Pokemon came out in. What's your favorite? Oh, Galisopod. I love me some Galisopod. Galisopod. Shut your whore mouth. My favorite Pokemon, Galisopod. Riley, your favorite Pokemon's Snorlax, simply because of how much you look like it. Listen, I don't appreciate when you say those things to me, you... You frick... Hey, I called you a strong, normal Gen 1 Pokemon. That is true. He is a good. It also took him a long-ass time to figure out how to stand up. Riley? No, Snorlax. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Riley, a long time to learn how to stand up? I believe it. Well, I don't think it would have took Riley 20 years to figure it out. But I don't know. Riley, how long did it take for you to learn how to stand? Um, I've, I still don't know to this day. I roll everywhere I go. <laughs> I believe man, this is, man hasn't figured out how to stand yet. Don't worry. Snorlax did it in 20 years. You're almost 20. You youngin. Yeah, Andrew's like 12. Are you really, Andrew? 
I am not 12. <laughs> Riley has been, call- he's been calling me 12 since he first met me, because he met me when I was 11. That's hilarious. Yes. All of you are just so young. All of you, all three, two of us. All three, two of us? <laughs> I don't maybe. know how to do math. All maybe 32 of go, us. Maybe you should go back to school for a little bit. <laughs> hey, I go back to school in like a couple weeks. No. I don't want to. Oh, well. I'm going to drop out like a miscarriage. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. All right, that's not a smart move. But anyway, uh, it's about time for Genji's favorite part of the episode. Um, so I'm going to take it away here. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. All right, guys. So it's time for Pokemon of the episode. Uh, we, did, uh, we did 15 questions last week, so I'll spare you from this this week. So um, I'm going to read one Pokedex entry. And you guys get three guesses collectively to figure out what Pokemon I'm talking about. Okay. So, this Pokemon's Pokemon X Pokedex entry states, It makes fur balls that crackle with static electricity. It stores them with berries in tree holes. Wait, say that again? Um, Pokemon X Pokedex entry states, it makes fur balls that crackle with static electricity. It stores them with berries in tree holes. Okay. Uh, can I have first? Can I have first question, Andrew? Sure, you. You're can. not asking questions. You get or one Pokedex entry and you guess. Oh, how many guesses do we have? Uh, three, and it's collective. So. Oh. Is it Pachiritsu? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> was that not your first instinct, Riley? Was Look, I didn't, th- I didn't think it would be that obvious. Look, it was either going to be Pachiritsu or Toganamaru. No, I was completely wrong, because I, I was thinking of a completely different Pokemon, but I thought of a Pikachu clone. Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex number 417, Pachirisu, the Ella Squirrel Pokemon. Um... Well yeah, known fuck. for winning the world championships at one point. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Riley actually brought up the fact that he won the world champion, that Apatrisa was a part of a world championship team, and an important part of that team, not, mind you. Real, real important. Yep, but that was in a doubles metagame in the singles world and on Smogon. Uh, Pachiritsu is in the lowest tier, but he does have a moveset for PU, um, he is a utility-type Pokemon for your team. Uh, you can run him with the moves the Nuzzle, Toxic, U-Turn, and Super Fang. The item Leftovers, the ability Volt Absorb with an impish nature, 252 in HP, 252 in defense, and 4 in special defense. And that, my friends, is Pokemon of the episode. Wow. Yay, Pikachu I I, I can't believe I guessed that first go. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, like, the second he said crackling whatever, and then, like, nuts and berries, I'm like, this fucker's a squirrel and he stored shit for the winter. Alright, uh, thank you to our five-year-old correspondent for Pokemon of the episode, and now it's time for our next segment, uh, the last segment of the night. 
Uh, the quiz segment, obviously our usual quiz girl penguin is not here today. Uh, so I am going to take it away here. have to note these things down for Jason. You're doing great. So he knows where to put the sounds. Yeah. Should know this. It's been out fucking 20 episodes. I guess you wouldn't know this, but the fucking Odin, you should know it. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, because Odin pays a total amount of attention. He puts so much attention and effort into this podcast. I'm sorry, what? My point proven. No, I was paying attention there. I was just being a dick. I know that that's that's what I was hoping. Oh, good. Well, if that's what you were hoping, I'm happy that I could deliver. You delivered what you needed to deliver. I do what I do because I can. I think. I think. I'm pretty sure. But what if you don't? Then I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Alright, we're on fucking stealthoptional.com. Let's see how terrible this quiz is. I googled fucking Pokemon Red and Blue quiz hard. And all of them are so fucking easy. Hmm. At this point, it doesn't matter. Oh, we never talked about the whole Lavender Town thing in Japan. Where's the Where's the quiz? Fuck. I guess we aren't using StealthOptional.com. Fuck StealthOptional. Damn it. Man, I'm so mad now that we that I completely forgot to mention the Lavender Town controversy. Alright, fuck it. We're using funtrivia.com. All these questions are easy. Have fun. It's pretty much a race at this point. Who's gonna win? Andrew or fucking Odin? Let's find out. Stop it. (laughs) It's really good. Really good music number here, Odin. I really appreciate it. Um... Give me one moment here. I'm pulling up a tracking sheet. I want to be accurate. I do the Jeopardy theme a lot. Anytime that there that someone is waiting to do something, I will pull the Jeopardy theme out. I mean, I sing I sing the Price is Right theme a lot as a as a nice companion piece to when I make a stupid joke. <clears throat> but anyway, it's time for the red and blue quiz. 25 questions. They're going to all be easy. So let's see who gets, who wins. First one to say the answer, as far as I hear, gets the point. Um, when you first begin the game, where are you? Pallet Town. I'm sorry, what were these questions pertaining to? Red, green, um, and blue, and yellow. Red, red and blue. Oh yeah, Palatine. Uh, uh, Newbark. 
Okay, you're wrong. Um, Andrew got the point anyway. Um, uh, what are your choices for starting Pokemon in Professor Oak's lab? Rollbulb is her Charmander, and then Pikachu is the non-optional one in yellow. There we go. Odin gets a point. Um, if you choose Squirtle, who will your rival choose? Bulbasaur. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Andrew gets a point. Uh, what must you get at the Pokemart of Viridian City and deliver to Professor Oak in order to progress? Oh, <laughs> Odin wins. Odin gets the point. I didn't even know what the thing was fucking called. Which of these Pokemon can be found in Viridian Forest? Caterpie. Uh, Pikachu. I didn't give you the answer. <laughs> the options. Caterpie. Um, the options are Pinsir, Geodude, Butterfree, and Pikachu. Pikachu. Andrew gets a point. One second. Man, Ooh. man, I feel like there could have been so many harder questions. I could make a harder question list. Pikachu. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please hold. Alright, there we go. Thank you for calling Pokemon Variety Hour. If you'd like to speak to a representative, <laughs> please press 1. Okay, Brock, the leader of Pewter City Gym, uses what type of Pokemon? Brock! I kind of heard that at the same time. I'm going to give you both a point. Cool. Next one, fire for shits and giggles. Uh, what cave must you go through in order to reach Cerulean City? Oh, moon! I was gonna say the Cerulean game. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know what these games are called. What kind of Pokemon does Misty use? Water. That was definitely Andrew first this time. All right. Uh, who gives you HMO one on the SSN? Some old fuck. Uh, I heard Odin first, and also he gave a real answer. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give that one to Odin. What type of Pokemon does Lieutenant Surge use? Electrics. Andrew. Fire. <laughs> sure, Odin, sure. All his Pokemon are lit. Yo, dog. Canine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Odin, good job. Get a point, right? No. Fuck. I give up. Stop. All right. The score so far: Andrew is at six, Odin's at five. This is anybody's game? <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew. Uh, after you pass through Rock Tunnel, you get to what city? The fuck's Rock Tunnel? Lavender. Hey, Odin! I even stopped. I even paused to let you go ahead and try to guess. <laughs> Fucking loser! <laughs> six, six and six, folks. We're tied up. Let's make that a nine. He <laughs> Uh, where is the Team Rocket hideout in Celadon City? Game Corner. Andrew. <laughs> Underground, you fucks. <laughs> what type of Pokemon does Erica Browns. use? Grass. 
<laughs> Good job, Odin. I'm giving that one to you. I thought he was gonna say Giovanni. <laughs> Why would you think that? Well, you asked something about T Brocket, and Giovanni's a part of T Brocket. And he's the next important battle. What connects Celadon City to Fuchsia City? A road? <laughs> what kind of road? <laughs> the bicycle road? I'll give that to you. It's actually called the cycling road, but I'll give that I was, to you. I was gonna. I was going to say the route that's blocked by Snorlax, because there are yes. two routes. And what is the route that's blocked by Snorlax? All Both. of them! Both of them are. Anywhere you want to go that's important. Yeah, but you don't get to the other route through Celadon City. It's a different location. Oh shit, yeah. Which one's Celadon? Yeah. Uh. What two items must you pick up in the Safari Zone in Future City? Gold, Gold teeth? teeth and HMO5. Oh shit, look at this guy. Uh, hey Odin, you want to try? Because he didn't get it. Damn it. HMO6, motherfucker. Neither of you got it, so what do you want to try again? Sure. It's two. HMO4, is it two? It's nope, an HM. None of those. <laughs> Wait, you don't need to get gold teeth from the uh, Safari Zone? No, 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 no. The gold code. teeth part is right. You guys just keep saying the wrong HM number. Is it five? No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, I guess Odin HMO technically said three. it first. It's three. Um, you know what? I'm giving that to Andrew. What? <laughs> you, went, oh, you just went like, one, two, three, four. Four, 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 four. <laughs> Man, we're kindergartner on him. <laughs> this is play school rules, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you're both tied with eight points. Congratulations. Um. What type of Pokemon does Koga use? Poison. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I gotta give it to both of you. I can't figure out who said it first. I heard it at the same time. Fucker. Uh, when you beat Team Rocket at Silphco and Saffron, what does the president give Master you? Master Ball. Master Odin. <laughs> uh, what type does Sabrina use? Psychic. Psychic. I heard Andrew first, definitely that time. What? I said psychic. <laughs> I said so it before you even finished. Don't care. I said it first. Uh, how do you get I'm into not... the Cinnabar Island gym? By surfing? No. How do you get into? How do you get oh, to you the gym to... leader? You get the oh, secret yeah, key Pokemon Mansion. Yeah, that thing. Okay, honest, but how I do you get? Once you walk in the gym, how do you get to the gym leader? You take by walking through the gym. You take a quiz. Question? There you go. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> or you just battle the trainers. That's true, but that's the not XP. the answer we were looking for. Uh, what type does Blaine use? Fire. Andrew. Damn, you said fire like three times. You didn't even get the question that is answered. Fire. I just kind of gave up. Loser. Yep, you got it. What type does Giovanni use? Rockets, I mean ground. <laughs> rockets, he uses rockets. <laughs> Rocket types. <laughs> Credit cards. <laughs> What's the name of the legendary bird that you catch in Victory Road? Articuno. The Moltres. Hey, Odin. Shit, hold on. You're done. All right, cool. Um, what is the correct order? Okay, just tell me all the Elite Four numbers in order. Go. 
can think of three of them, but I can't think of it. Lorelai, um, um, Lorelai, Bruno, Agatha, Lance, Lance, and then Blue. Ding, 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 Odin. I spent so much time thinking of what Lorelai's name was. I completely forgot that there was one after Lorelai. Like, say it. Say it. Who the fuck's after Lorelai? And Odin already answered the next question because it's after the Elite Four. Who do you have to fight? Blue. You too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean... you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should get a point for that too. <laughs> Shit. You're right, though. I actually have to submit the. I actually, hold on, wait, because I don't know the answer to this question, so I have to finish the quiz so I can submit the quiz. So it How do you not know answer. it? Just ask it. I'll answer it for you. Yeah. No, because I have to know if you're right. Uh, you will when I answer it. That's <laughs> oh, so annoying. I had to finish the whole fucking quiz. I'm just, I'm just throwing answers in, but it still takes time. It's a 25 question quiz. We're actually taking Riley's professor exam to become a judge for Pokemon VGC and TCG. <laughs> I just get every answer wrong. <laughs> all right, submit my answers. Cool. Um, all right, this final question, and you guys are tied right now. So this will be for all the marbles. After catching all 150 Pokemon, you can get Ew. a diploma. What city do you receive this diploma in? Fuchsia. No, no, that's incorrect. Actually, yep, you're no, wrong. No, no, that's no, that's it's wrong. Um, it's Celadon, isn't it? And this game's winner is Odin. Congratulations, Odin. What do you know? I I won a thing. You won. I'm so proud. You fucking loser, Andrew. Shut up! I like you. Andrew is a loser. Fuck that guy. Um. I carry all of your podcasts. No, you don't. You're only yes, in one of them. You're in exactly one of them. Yeah. I've been a guest on at least two of them. Anyway, folks. Thank you all for listening. Uh, guest first. Andrew, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at N-G-E-L from hell zero on Twitter. That's all you really need. You can Too find long. me everywhere else. No, it isn't. Listen to SoundCloud. It's... Listen to No Pressure by Angel from Don't Hell. listen to No Pressure. <laughs> listen to Walk in the Park. Yeah, listen to Walk anything. in the Park. That's an actual good song. Um, Odin, where can all this find you? You can find me on Twitter at By Odin's Beard. That is Odin with two N's. Don't forget it, and I'm never going to stop saying it. All right, all right. And you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, YouTube as Riley and Friends. Other podcast projects include the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and anchor.fm slash Riley Mega Feed. It's where I make a lot of my podcasts. You can go check them out. Uh, there's also Big Guy, Little Guy, a YouTube channel I have with this guy here named Andrew. Uh, we do Let's Plays. Check it out. Subscribe. I don't think we've done it in like two weeks. That's okay. You can... uh, and you don't can also... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, don't forget, you can, uh, on my Twitter, you can also leave me a uh, DM. I'm all ears. You fucker. Um, <laughs> anyway, shit. Uh, now I'm distracted. Oh, MoCast, anchor.fm slash the dash mo dash cast, or at the YouTube channel, the MoCast. 
And as for the show, uh, you can find us on Twitter at PVH Podcast. You can send an email at pvhpodcast at gmail.com. Um, join our Discord, link in the description. We'd love to talk to you about Pokemon and whatever else is on your mind. We're all ears. Um, and do remember this show is part of Pixels Media. You can check out the main show, Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, anywhere podcasts are found. And with that, this has been Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Riley. I've been Odin. I've been Andrew. And we'll see you guys hopefully next week. Bye. Bye.